Kick us off. Welcome to the first episode of the Receding Monthly Line, the best sports gambling podcast that no one knows about. You got Steve and Pat. We're going to tell you all about what we're going to do on the first week of March Madness. Steve, before we get into it, why don't you give, why don't you give the listeners a quick uh, background on, on the name, the Receding Money Line? Well, this is a podcast, which is best for us um, because we are, our hairlines are receding, uh, which is a nice way to say we're balding. And um, we love betting the money line. Yeah, our hairlines are receding and our bankroll also receding. Slowly, very slowly, over years. Slowly. So yeah, so what's this, what's this going to be about? So obviously, you know, big gambling fans, favorite sports gambling. And, uh, you know, there's no sports gambling podcasts for us, I think. And, and that's my problem. Uh, and it's, it's mostly just a, a built-in excuse for, for, our, for our wives, um, you know, to allow us to uh, watch more sports um, and uh, talk to each other uh, about dude stuff. Um, instead of instead of other things like watching random NBC shows, Bones and Friends reruns. Yeah, yeah, we're trying to keep it fresh. You know, get some new content. Yeah, I think I think that there's a lot of sports gambling podcasts out there, and they focus on things like making money and analytics and trying to get quote unquote an edge. And in reality, what do more what do most better sports betters do? They watch sports, they watch sports, they do mostly vibes-based betting, and we are going to be a vibes-based podcast. Um, I think that betting on sports makes it more fun, and that's what we're here to, that's what we're here to do. We're here to talk about sports, bet on sports, hopefully make a little bit of money, almost definitely uh, won't, and you, I think you said, you said it best the other day, it's we're, we're not sharks. We're more like happy fish. And our units are going to be uh, embarrassingly small, which is the best way to have fun. And that's what we're going to do. I, I, totally, I totally agree with you. And I, I have this like a theory in my head that uh, the more we do this, like, maybe I'll get a little better. Like, the, like just a little. Instead of just How do you think that will happen? Today. How do you think that will? How do you think you'll? How do you think that will actually have players' names in NCAA basketball? Um, because I think that may help. I learned today that the uh, one of the point guards on Michigan is going to be out, um, Devonte Jones, and Colorado's a six seed, and uh, they're getting a point and a half. So I. We'll get to that in a little bit, but I learned a player on Michigan today. So um, I think I think you're right. We're already off to a hot start and maybe maybe learning something. Yeah, I learned I learned Kenpon or Kenpon is a real person. It's no, it's just a website, I think. No, it's a guy named Ken Pomeray. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's good. That's good. We're we're up. We're off to, what'd you say you're addicted to Ken Palm? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, and I think, I think the last thing is, look, most people bet on sports to have fun and they usually lose and then they don't have many people to share their, uh, their misery with. I think misery loves company 
and it's better to get a laugh out of it. Uh, and hopefully, you know, you're not, you're not getting yourself into trouble, but, um, yeah, if we can, if we can be a place where very, very casual and non-serious sports betters can come and, and hear that, you know, most people aren't good at this, then I think that's good. I think that's a service. Misery, misery loves company in this game. Misery loves company. We love bad beats. We want to hear them all. So, all right. Yeah. So, Pat, I want to start. I know we, it's March Madness. We're going to get to it. But I got big news came this week, right? Well, I think I was sleeping when this happened. Uh, but what do you – but Tom Brady's back. It was it was like six thirty when that news came out, so wouldn't 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 surprise me if you were, but but just to set the record straight, it was it was six thirty. I was sleeping during a movie uh, at six. Okay, okay. I so uh, that, do you now bet on the Bucks? Have you? Does this change your mind? You get excited? Do you think he's going to win a Super Bowl? Yeah, well, obviously, I'm a big Pats fan. Um, you know, back from the Laura Malloy and and all the way back to the, you know, beginning of, of the dynasty as a, as a young middle schooler when I was uh, firmly on the Red Sox bandwagon and, and transitioning my way to the Patriots bandwagon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, since Tom Brady left, I will always put a futures bet on the Bucks, mostly as an uh, emotional hedge for when Brady inevitably wins the Super Bowl. And I'm sitting there in a puddle of my own spite, furious that he's not on the Patriots anymore. At least I'll have $83 in my pocket that I wouldn't have had otherwise. I'm a big fan of the emotional hedge. Um, I just think in general, right, they said if you bet on Tom Brady teams to win the Super Bowl and, like, beat their win projections, like, every year, like, he wins all the time. Like, you'd be in the money – I don't, I can't, I'm not going to do math, but I'm sure. Don't, don't, we've already told the listeners that we weren't going to do math. So let's not, let's not, let's not break that on the, on the first 10 minutes here. And Russell Wilson is out, is now a Denver guy. So even better odds in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, that happened. Oh yeah. Denver. That was this week. Yeah. There's no way he's going to do well there with the chiefs and chargers. It's just, yeah. Choice. So my my question for you, um, your question for me was about Brady and the box. My question for you is, what's your strategy for maximizing your NCAA tournament watching while you're working your desk job? That's corner cubicle. It's big big help. Um, mm-hmm. Just just doing it. And having like the right screen, like so people don't see your screen, or like you. T- I think my best. I'm gonna tell. Do you have a couple screens set up? I have two screens. Um, I'm gonna tell people it's St. Patrick's Day, and you know it's it's, it's my holiday. Um, so One of them's the parade. One of them is St. Patrick's yeah. Day parade. Yeah. It, oh, it's that. It, this is just a commercial. The parade's gonna be on. <laughs> <laughs> the basketball's a commercial for the St. Patrick's Day parade. And it's me, Steve, CBS. me, Steve, Irish, I need yeah. to watch the parade. I need yeah. to watch the parade. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty good. We, when we came back to the office, uh, we moved desks around. And I purposely asked for a desk at the end of the row, knowing that 
my boss would not be at the end of the room. Um, and it gives me, it gives me a little, it gives me a little more room, but in general, we have a, we have a bunch of TVs up around our office and usually uh, if we can find the remotes, those all get turned to games. So that's uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I think there's only a few jobs that like you can't like um, watch the games. Like I don't think like if you're a pilot, it's a good idea. Um, that's a great point. It's yeah, but I that's literally the only one I could think of. I mean, unless you're like a, an NCAA coach, you know, you probably should that's the only job you can think of, pilot, <laughs> where where we're not going to be watching watching basketball. Surgeon, S- surgeon. You know, I feel like there's commercials about that where he like drops the phone in into the body and then oh I shows it back up and it's like oh no you know and they just say March Madness. It's like that it's like the game operation. Yeah. yeah. All right. So last week before we before we get into the meat and potatoes of, of the tournament here, last week was a pretty good week for you, I know. Yes. In I, in your in your betting uh in your betting week is a good one it's a good one yeah i mean it was all it was steve that'll be your first that'll be your first uh editing test right there you'll have to edit this part out last week was a last week was a great week for you um you gave me a little rundown of it why don't you why don't you walk through what what went well what didn't go well yeah i mean what all started because the fact i went to the acc championship game and i didn't start off well because i was betting for a unc duke matchup uh, which obviously didn't happen. But once we got there, uh, it was very apparent that we you know, needed to bet on Virginia Tech uh, just because I, you can't root for Duke in person. That's just bad, bad etiquette. Um, and what a great game. I mean, number zero in Virginia Tech, Cantor, Canoer, I, I don't know how to say it, um, 31 points. He's like six foot tall. I, I don't know how he beat all those guys. Um, and I love how all the Duke fans don't have never been to Duke. Or maybe in the top row, I think maybe down on the on the floor level, they definitely go to Duke. But where we were, it was a, lo- a lot of um, people that can't spell Duke. Uh, I would put Duke. I would put Duke in the same category as like USC for like entitled sports fans. Oh, oh, definitely. Like they deserve the win. Like you're just going to give us the ACC championship game. We'll play the game. Like, but obviously we're going to win. Like don't. Keep yes. Going. Yes. And so that was great. Money line hit that. Um, and then finish it up. I mean, Kevin Kisner, or Kisner, yeah, Kisner, Kiz, 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 the the, the pigeon, uh, top ten in the players. How about backdoor that? top ten? Yeah, plus fifteen. The best. Players. We'll take that. <laughs> the best part of your backdoor top ten hit on Kisner was when you texted me in the afternoon and said, "Is this the final round?" on monday you said what is going on is this the final round there are no good apps to like like if you're not watching the player like a golf tournament other than the masters there's no good way to like track it in my opinion like i just get lost constantly if there's a weather delay i i never know what's happening well this was particularly uh hectic week of golf and my very advanced golf model that I have built couldn't handle, couldn't handle the four inches of rain. So I sat, I sat the players out for that reason exclusively. Um, But yeah, it was, it was super fun. Um, 
they played the third round. They basically played the whole third round and the fourth round on Monday, which was awesome uh, for those of us sitting in our cubicles working. Did they? Because um, someone, because Dustin Johnson did something crazy. Like he started on the front nine and then like set a course record or something like that. Like, yeah, he shot a sixty-two or sixty-three in the final round. And also, I don't know if he backdoors went to the top 10 or the top 15, but I think, you know, the payout for the tournament was like 20 million bucks. So he he made himself like half a million or 750 grand in the last back nine. Yeah, when you hold out that last hole, and he, I think he gave, like, he moved up 40, 400 grand. With one yeah. Grand. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, That's I pretty awesome. Kind of as well, but, you know, not, not that well. <laughs> Yeah, Steve. Uh, what's what's your what's your go-to unit these days? Like one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. I'm feeling good. Five, five. Um, nice. NHL. But that's what we're about. But that's $1. what we're about. Yeah. That's what we're about. We're about betting small, having fun, yeah. and you know when you've when you've had a great year and you're up twenty-seven dollars, then putting it all in the Super Bowl. So how about you? How'd you do last week? You sat out the players. Sat out the players. Uh, too much rain, you know, just way too unpredictable. Um, no, but I was I was able to scrape out fifty seven dollars last week, which for me is you know basically take your girl to Applebee's and and go all out. You know, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I was at what's the uh, at Barclays, what what conference was that that I went to? That was the ACC. So you you were there. At the that Sunrise. was. But weren't you at the Garden? No, no, we were. You went to Barclays. Barclays. Yeah. You went to Barclays. Okay, so okay, I also went to the ACC, and we saw. I went with some coworkers who were North Carolina and Virginia fans. Um, just just. Truly, Virginia is so awful to watch. I mean, so bad. Right up there with Army football. I mean, it's Army football and Virginia should just play each other. I realize they play different <laughs> sports, but but the quality and excitement of play is such that it would be it would be more exciting if Virginia basketball and Army football played each other than if they play any te- other teams in their own conferences in their own sport yeah it's so run the triple option pretty much yeah virginia runs the triple option in basketball yeah Yeah. it seems like that yeah so i think the under i don't remember what it was but i bet it i think it was like 110 points or 118 points or something um i was at buffalo wild wings before i don't know if you've been to the buffalo wild wings by barclays but it is a decidedly average Buffalo Wild Wings. I've been to a lot of them. Um, Better or worse than JFK? Well, the JFK Buffalo Wild Wings is really good because you are in an airport, and I think everything just tastes a little better in an airport. And it's it's really the anticipation of, like, I'm going to the airport, I'm going somewhere, hopefully fun, and I get to eat Buffalo Wild Wings. When I get to Terminal 4 is just really exciting. So uh, I would rank the terminal four JFK Buffalo Wild Wings above the Barclays Center 
next door Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I have PTSD from Buffalo Wild Wings because the giant. I I was at one of those at when the Giants drafted Eli Apple, and uh, I was unhappy then, and I'm still unhappy about it. Yeah. Um. So you know, I had ordered my spicy garlic and hot, and they used to have a spicy buffalo, but they replaced it with um, Memphis smoke, spicy Memphis smoke, which is just nowhere near as good. Um, Are your coworkers impressed at how well you know the menu of Buffalo Wild? No, well, worried. My my boss was trying to get us to go to Three's Brewing which is like a nice craft brew, you know, brewery in Brooklyn. And I actually messaged somebody on the side and was like, we are not going there. Like we are going to Buffalo Wild Wings, but we need to figure out how to, uh, you know, talk our boss down because he really wanted to go to three. So I looked up threes and you could tell from the Google pictures that they did not have TVs at threes brewery. So I put, so I put into our work chat, I said, I said, Oh, threes. I know they have great beer. Do we know if they have TVs to watch the earlier games? And I knew they did. So I set, I set the stage executed perfectly. And uh, somebody volunteered to call my co-conspirator. They called and uh, no TVs. Everybody was on board for Buffalo Wild Wings. It was great. So I think the under was 118, took that. I don't remember how many points scored, but Virginia probably scored like like two touchdowns worth of points and won that, won North Carolina minus four. And then I broke the number one rule of sports betting, which is not to do any live betting, but I obviously so did. It's tough when you're there. It's so tough. When you're it's there. so tough. So I did that. And I think that brings us to um, – of the week. A good theory of the week, which you want to you want to walk us through what the theory of the week is because we tried it out both both ways this week. Yeah. So, well, overall, theory of the week is just a gambling theory. You know that we're trying, and uh, we'll definitely report back. So this week's uh, was a little you know little preview, and it was: Do you actually get any benefit from betting at the games live, like the ambiance, the fans? Like, do you feel the momentum? Because when you're there, you 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 think you feel the momentum. Yep. So Pat, any reports back? Yeah. So I was texting you when I was at at Barclays, and the first game. Well, we actually got there and we had tickets to the noon game, and it was seven p.m. So we started off on the wrong foot. Had to buy tickets on StubHub. Went in, spent the next hour at the bar in the concourse while the Notre Dame game was going on. And then I devised a system where I would text you three letter combos so that I could be, so that I could be really quick about it, telling you what I'm seeing in real time. And maybe we could get an edge on live betting. So if I said um, HTO, that would mean hit the over and I would, I would text you. I think I texted you three or four of them. And you we told me that UNC's guys were jumping really high. So yeah. Yeah. Which they, they which they them. were, they were. So I think, were but I think that was before the game. So I think we, 
we won the before the game ones, but once the game started and I started giving you my take on basketball, yeah. from what I can see, as somebody who's never played a game of basketball in their life, we didn't win a single one of those bets. No, you did not. And when I told you that, that I could feel Duke coming back, um, which was the fans, I think. I don't think it was the players. <laughs> it was getting, the fans. They were getting all excited, and it was kind of that game where, like, you're the, you're the underdog, and then you're like, I'm winning. Oh, shit, I'm actually winning. Um, so they have to actually, like, like you know, you, I'm probably, probably going to lose this. Um, and then I immediately texted you. Yeah, and I, and I did it. And it lost. So our doesn't work. Doesn't work. Here theory of the week. Theory of the week. Live betting when you're at the game, does it give you an edge or not? If we were the Mythbusters, <laughs> I would say this myth was busted. Busted. Yeah. And it definitely has nothing to do with us, and it has all to do with uh, live betting. And maybe the fact that, uh, you know, certainly me, I have never played competitive basketball. You, you've played a little bit of rec league in the city, but. Do you think like the odds themselves, like update based on the television? Like where did they get that information to update the odds? Like there's not someone, you know, from DraftKings, like at the game, like, call, like calling them in. No, definitely not. <laughs> So there could like if you I mean, there's no like big plays like but maybe like in a football game like in a touchdown like you got like you're ready to go or is internet too slow like do they put like a delay on it you think well I think there's I think there's systems <laughs> like I think there's it's probably automated somehow yeah, right yeah it's definitely automated. I mean, obviously, I have no idea. That's not the – I obviously have no clue. But I don't think that there's somebody manually doing it. <laughs> like, I think it's definitely automated. Yeah. Like, there's some data coming from the game somehow. Yeah, that's over our heads. Yeah, I, I, obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I don't think that – Point being, I don't think that being at the game gives you any sort of edge. Maybe if you like really, really knew what you were looking for. Um, and also, I have like a streaming TV situation, so I'm always on delay. So, you know, I'm always betting oh, like cut, thirty cut seconds behind. Cutter, obviously. Which, which honestly is probably better for me anyway, because then. I'm not trying to like actually make a decision based on what I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Let's find, let's get into this this week. I mean, tomorrow Thursday is the is probably one of my favorite days of the year. Like, not yep. just sports year. It's the best. Like, you can put off work. You can stare at the games. You can you know go to a bar and it's. They even have a break for dinner. Like, it's perfectly set up for you to enjoy Genius. Like, your entire day. Genius. And I bust my bracket immediately. <laughs> Busted. Busted. All right, so give us – give us. Um, why don't you give us – I don't know if you have a Final Four, you have a favorite, you have a dog yeah. for the first – why don't you start with the first round? Give us a favorite, a dog, 
and the Moneyline Mac pick of the week. So I, I am like heavily, my favorite is Murray State. And I know a lot of people are all about San Francisco, and I've heard that, heard the chatter. Um, but Murray State was like ranked at one point. And I'm very much of a sucker for the rankings. <laughs> like I think they're underseeded, which, which turns everything around. Um, and they still have John Moran on the team, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, I think he'll score about like 40 points. Um, and this is like, a, like the easiest, easiest bet that there is. Uh, underdog, I'm going South Dakota State plus two and a half against Providence. Providence has been throwing trap games. They were ranked number four in the nation with a, in a one point favorite at home. And like people were like, I, I don't even want to touch them. They've been killing me all year. This is my time to get them back. Well, I think I they've won. Them. They've won a lot of really close games, right? Yeah. That they shouldn't. That they should probably like. They've been so hot, and they've won a lot of close games. But you know, as a math guy, which we are, yeah. like reversion to the mean, right? Like they can't keep winning close games. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, their pumpkin will. What's the Cinderella? It's the pumpkin. They'll turn into. They'll turn back into a pumpkin. Yeah, and that's going to happen against South Dakota yeah. State. All right. So that's your dog. Yeah. And then the final thing, I mean, we're going to – money line, I'm going big. I'm, I'm going – you know, I love the 215 underdog, big, big upsets. And I think the team that is under the microscope is Kentucky. I think Kentucky is due to screw up a game. And I'm going St. Peter's, uh, which don't ask me where that is. Uh, St. Peter's, a school that we all know. All know and love. Um, it's yeah. going after the Wildcats, UK. Um, and it's plus 1,400. Um, you know, I, I think that it's – oh, they won – I did – I looked this up. They, they won the MAC, which is my favorite conference because it's just another conference. With, you just say it longer. And it's your last name. It is my last name. Yeah, that's nice. Um, all right, my favorite, and this is like – like we said in, in our in our intro, we're a very vibes-based betting yes. group. We bet based off vibes. We don't necessarily bet based off numbers and, and trends. Um, I watched the Indiana game last night. I bet Indiana minus four and a half. I had all of my Indiana friends tell me there's no way <laughs> that Indiana will cover four and a half points. What do they do? They cover easily. Why did they cover? The pants on the bench. Did you see the pants that they were wearing on the bench? Vertical red and white stripes. Amazing. There's no way you can lose wearing those pants. That's why my favorite, Indiana, plus two. Plus two. Against Wyoming. Well, I, nope, that's it. You, you, you already won that bet. <laughs> we, we got Indiana minus four and a half against Wyoming. We're going Indiana plus two. Yeah. My I, dog. I love that play in, play in uh, winner. That's, I think that's a great – they get warmed up. You know, they're, they're on a hot streak already. Yeah, they're, they're, they're again, vibes-based betting. Watch them last night. They look good. They got the pants on the bench. You can't lose in those pants. Indiana, take them. My dog, Colorado State, minus one and a half Ooh. against Michigan. Yeah. Um, Any reason in particular? Uh, wait, hold on. Are you looking at 
looking up the odds now. Is that how? No, no cut this part, Steve. <laughs> I think I wrote down the. What's the line on that game? I think we're doing great so far. So, so I'm more about running out of time. <laughs> so funny. Okay, yeah, I know. Okay, that's good. Okay, ready? Yeah. I don't know how to like. Okay, my my dog is uh, Colorado State plus one and a half uh, against Michigan. Colorado State, okay, this, is, again, is something that I don't understand, obviously, because I don't really know how any of this works. But Colorado State's a six seed. Michigan's an 11 seed. Michigan's starting, pork, starting point guard, Devontae Jones, is out. And despite all of that, Michigan are favored by one and a half points. So none of that makes any sense to me. Um, and for that reason, I will be taking Colorado State plus one and a half points as my dog. I think it's good. I, I think Do you understand why I Colorado State's a six seed? Do you know why that works? Is me is this typically happens with the other way around. Like Colorado State would be a really good team and they'd be favored, but they didn't have like the right. best wins so that they end up as like an 11. A lower seed. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't but, that, but that's that's what we're doing. And then I got another pick. Um Houston over 136 and a half. These guys are absolute beasts. They've won the last, they've won nine out of the last 10 games. The last four games, they've won by at least 20 points. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's that's a that's a throwing pick is is Houston over over 136 and a half. Yeah, the Cougars, you know, the best looking yeah. mascots in, in the in the tournament. Yeah. Um, do you want to go through uh, final four picks real quickly? Uh, you don't have an over under that you want to hit us with? Or do you I just gave you my Houston over 136 and a half. Okay. Uh, I have a Miami and USC um, under um, because I think that, that those, they're just overrated. I think football schools, who gives a shit? Uh, yeah, I'm, I, that sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Yeah. All right. Final fours. So, all right. Like I said before, I'm addicted to Ken Palm, um, and this may why my picks are what they are. But I just think it's good. It, there's everyone knows about it. Like I understand that, but it's still like the only information out there. Like it's still good information. Why not use it? Yeah, that's that's. I mean, we're not going to do our own analysis. So. Yeah, I, yes, please. <laughs> but we'll set our sources, obviously. We'll set our, yeah, set our sources. So, in the East, I'm going UCLA. Plus five hundred. Um, I I know Baylor's there, but they don't have. They, some guy got hurt on Baylor, which uh, red flag. Um, I they also of the roster that won the championship last year, like only ten points were scored by players that are on the team right now. So like they lost everybody. So the fact that you think that a brand new team can come back back to back, I I just don't see it happening. And St. Mary's, I, I will never buy St. Mary's. They're they're yeah. the, the whack, whatever they're in. No. The whack. The whack. I think that and then the other side, so I just think that like UCLA has an easy way to like to to the Elite Eight. And then I think Texas Tech, Virginia Tech, Purdue, Murray State, Kentucky, who thinks gonna lose, uh, <laughs> they're gonna beat each other. I, I think that the team that gets out of there is like 
those are all like decent teams that have a shot. And then after two or three games, I think that they're going to be spent and UCLA is going to be ready for them and it's going to take advantage of it. Cool. Um, yeah, keep going. All right. In the South division, I got Tennessee. Um, they like the only team that played like good on conference games. Uh, my only problem is that they lost all those big kind of conference games, but you know, I'm, they won the sec. I think the sec is good. Um, so I'm going with that. Nice. We got the Midwest division. I got Kansas. Um, is that a Homer pick? Eh, maybe. Um, do I always pick Kansas? Eh, maybe. Yeah. But they're, you they're- picked Kansas against our alma mater. Yes. In 2010? 2010. 2010. Um, they were playing our alma mater, Lehigh, in 2010. And you were rooting for Kansas. And that was when I knew that Kansas would be in every Final Four bracket that you ever yeah, that you ever put together. Every single yeah. one. And so they're in mine. Um, and I, you know, I think they got an easy draw. Why, why not? Who else? Am I I, the other teams stink. I'm not. I'm not putting a Big Ten team in in any of these Final Fours. I think that they no. are the most overrated conference there is. So yeah. I'm, I'm. My whole strategy this year is play down Big East and play down Big Ten, and and this is where I'm at. And then the last like one is the West Conference. So obviously Gonzaga is the big favorite here. What and state is Gonzaga in? Gonzaga. Gonzaga is in Seattle, or no, no, not Seattle. That's not a state. Uh, Washington, Spokane, Washington. And I was thinking, hey, San Francisco, that what a home field advantage, right? Like that's right. Oh, they're playing there. Yeah, Final Four. Well, the the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight is in uh, San Fran. And you know, there's our team like Texas Tech has to come from you know Texas. What a trip. Um, Did a little geography test. Uh, Gonzaga is 14 hour drive away from San Francisco. Uh, Lubbock, Texas, 21. They're pretty much just as far away from each other. There's no home field advantage. Say that one more time. So Spokane, Washington is 14 as a 14 hour drive away from San Francisco. Okay. And Texas Tech, Lubbock, Texas is only 20 hours. From where? From San Francisco. You're telling me that Texas Tech has the same distance drive to San Francisco as Gonzaga? Pretty much. That's what I'm telling you. If that's true, that's that's mind-blowing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm still going to go with Gonzaga here because um, I think Duke stinks. Uh, but that blew my mind. Cool. Um, have you watched a Gonzaga game this year? <laughs> no. No. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of but the vibes are, But the vibes are good. I feel like they get a lot of in, internet, like Instagram love because of uh, Chet Holmgren. And I've seen a lot of that. Um, and they still got that guy with the mustache. So, you know, let's, we're, we're going to let it fly. I think you're right about the <laughs> driving distance situation. I just pulled up a map. That That's crazy. Wow. There's literally the West Coast has like four cities and it's the same size as the East Coast. Yeah. So like they're all far away from each other. All right. My final four, Gonzaga, Kentucky, Houston, and Auburn. And 
I've been to a Houston game. I've been to it. I have family down there. I've been to a Houston basketball game. I've been to a Houston football game. I love the Cougs. Like I said earlier, I think they're on a, I think they're on a roll. And I think that at plus five fifty to be in the final four, that's just great, great value. Um, Palm favorite. So yeah, I, they're also a Pat grow favorite. So, uh, you know, <laughs> vibe vibes based betting. We're going, we're going Houston plus five. Tell me your, tell me your Kentucky pick. Cause it's right in spinning right in my face of, of my money line. I mean, Kentucky is like blue blood basketball program. Um, they seem pretty good. Plus two hundred. I don't know. Like, like there's a lot of teams in this tournament, and they're gonna they're gonna, you know they they seem they they seem pretty good. I've watched maybe a dozen college basketball games this year. I couldn't tell you if they were in one of them. So, okay. Um, but a, a bet that I'm really excited about, which happens to be going on as we are writing this, but I told you that it was my um, off the run pick of the week is the Howard ladies bison versus the incarnate word Cardinals in the the world, the the made up school incarnate word. No, it's a real school. I think one of those keep going, but there's one school playing football. That's like, they found out there's made up. No, this is a real school. This is a real this is a real school. This is in the NCAA women's first four, two 16 seeds playing against each other. And Incarnate Word is their record for the year is 13 and 16, losing record. You might be thinking, wow, why are they in this tournament? That's that's terrible. And they're only getting five and a half points for the Howard Ladies Bison. However, they've won the last four games. And they're coming off a huge overtime win against Southeastern Louisiana. So getting five points against the Howard Ladies Bison um, makes a ton of sense. And yeah, that's my that's my off the run bet of the week. And this game happens to be going on while we're recording this. It's it's Wednesday night at, at 7:50. So are you winning this bet? Right? The incarnate word Cardinals are up. Four points with a minute left in the first half. So I'm up nine and a half points against the spread. And the Cardinals have literally never let me down. <laughs> so why are they the Lady Bison, but the regular Cardinals? I don't know. Oh, is that like a, is that an animal question? No, I, I just find it. Did you just make up them call the Lady Bison? Or is that? Like- no, that's, that's when I was looking at, women's basketball lines i that's what came up and i think it's fun i actually think if we were to do like analytics you can probably make a bunch of money betting on uh the women's games because i don't think people are i mean i don't think people are as focused on the betting lines of that so there's probably like more what do you say it's harder to find yeah, they're hard to find. I uh, I think all the app, the betting apps are pretty confusing. So I go with more of a traditional <laughs> betting method, um, and I was able to bet on the Incarnate Word Cardinals tonight. So that's uh, is that your obscure sports bet of the week? Yeah, yeah. The, the first four NCAA women 
Incarnate Word Cardinals. I think it's a good one. Do you have any uh, do you have any closing thoughts for us? Um, well, I have to do my my obscure sports bet. Oh, give us your obscure obscure bet. And um, I I took we talking about vibes. I just like names. Um, so we're we're going we're throwing it back to Division Three. Nope, regular Division One, Minnesota college hockey. Bemidji State, the Beavers. Um, we're going to give them plus two and a half against Minnesota State. I don't even know if these schools are real, um, but I know that, I know that they probably have like. I, I, they have to have like a thousand students um, and half of them are hockey players or like walk-ons on the team. Um, I think that's all they do. I think that they, every ice, like every uh, parking lot is a, is an ice rink at these, at both of these schools. Um, and I, I think that, you know, you got to go with Bemidji. I mean, wh- why would, you, why would you ever go to Bemidji other than to beat Mich- Minnesota state? I don't know anything about that, but that sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give you one more uh, long, a long haul flight. We're going abroad to Bahrain for the first F1 race of this weekend. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people have gotten really into F1. I'm one of them. I've got two episodes left of uh, Drive to Survive, which I'll probably finish tonight. And the word on the ground is that the Ferrari is very fast this year. So. I would put a little bit on each Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz at plus 425 and plus 675 to win this weekend in Bahrain. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that because it kind of is like a horse bet line, right? Like you're getting like six to one, four to one. Um, are they as random as horse races you think no they're not because usually it's one of two people it's usually max or lewis wins but the word on the ground is that the the the, the ferrari is is really fast this year and if i asked you where that word on the ground came from well you know i follow a lot of twitter accounts okay yeah and they they've already done testing they did testing last week are they ferrari twitter accounts no 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 well yes Yes. Yes. And I saw a picture of the car and it looks badass. I I did see that. I, I think that they've definitely stepped their game up with the uh what do they call it? The paint jobs? Is you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> my uniform, my uniswag um Instagram account that I follow finally got to get into F1 uh kind of like paint jobs. So yeah, I'm yeah. kind of in the loop. All right. So that's uh that's episode one of the receding money line. I hope everybody enjoyed it to those who made it to the end. Uh, thank you. Good luck this weekend. It's the best four days of the year coming up. Yes, it is. Be somewhere. You can watch the games, um, you know, and, and just the best part about gambling is that when your bracket's busted, just start all over again.